Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Apple shares were just getting hammered this morning. Every day they're pounding it. I'm not fucking leaving. Hi. Welcome to the Trillionaire Mindset. Episode 5. We did it. It's a special number. It's half a 10. It's 5% of 100. 1% of 500. Anything else? Uh, that's all I got. Okay. It's an odd number. But this is an even episode, let me tell you. We got a lot We got a lot coming. We got a special guest who you probably already know because it's in the damn title of the thing. Yeah, but you're going to want to... He's coming up real soon. Before we get started, we need some help from you guys because uh, Stanford Business School, our finally known rival, it. they finally did it. They passed us. They passed us on the Spotify I'll tell business you what, charts. It was just a fun joke. We were just having a good time, goofing around. Yeah, they took it too far. They took it way too far. You guys won. You beat us, right? Yeah, we've been getting hate mail from this one guy. Yeah, he's like, I'll tell you what, I'm I'm paranoid. I'm I'm scared. I'm yeah. always looking over my shoulder. Yeah, people scream at me on the street, mud person. Yeah, it's. It's horrible. These Stanford Business School jocks, I mean, they've just been spoon-fed from the silver spoon their whole dang lives, and it's about time so, someone put them in their place. So we need you to listen to us on Spotify, too. <laughs> yeah, Spotify listeners need to step up. I've taken some precautions. I, you, know, you know I'm close personal friends with Dennis Rodman. I, yeah, I've asked famously. Him, I've asked him if he could uh, connect me with those. Have you seen that video of those those North Korean the mercenaries, the army they, they were put thinking together? about hiring for? Yeah, let's let's play I, a clip. I might these see guys. if I can get them as a personal security. Yeah, detail. they're serious. We're watching a video Look of these, these North guys. Korean soldiers. Look at that, just going flying kick like six feet some, in the air. That guy just ran his head straight through bricks. Kim Jong Un is like, well, this is tight. I hope they don't turn on me. Look ever. at these guys. Oh wow. shit. Because that's what battle is like these days. There's no They should thrones. get rid of all weapons, and it should just be this Should kind be of shirtless guys attacking you with PVC yeah. pipes. <laughs> or are those two by fours? <laughs> <laughs> I know North Korea is the bad one, but this fucking rocks. He's not, you're not going to be wearing a helmet in battle, and you're going to be shirtless, and you're going to be... He's impressed. He's, he's definitely got a look on his... Kim oh, Jong-un has a look dude, on his they face. They fucking hate bricks in North Korea. <laughs> Absolutely hate them. Oh! He's definitely like, what the hell are we doing? This, this is for? what's coming for you, Stanford. Yeah, so Buck, quit following so, me home. Yeah, quit quit following him home. <laughs> quit sending hate mail because uh, we got these guys coming because we're friends with Dennis Rodman and by proxy friends with Kim Jong-un. These guys are stoked. You know me. I'm usually defund the Pentagon, but if we're spending our money on that. Fund the go. Octagon. Yeah, exactly. Wherever they are. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we're, go ahead, what, what, <laughs> where am I going with this? We had, oh, we had a, we had a special little, um, Twitter account that got made, which is fun. Oh, we yeah, just we wanted to give a shout out to out. this guy who made a Twitter account called Trillionaire Mindset Takeaways. 
He put himself as the... Uh, no, that's not him. Do you know who that is? Who is that? Oh, that's Cody. <laughs> oh, I thought it was him. No, it's Cody. Oh. Cody is My uh, the unofficial mascot of Trillionaire Mindset for some reason. I saw it. I just saw it and I was like, ah, I don't recognize who that is. It must be. It's not either of us. It must be the so guy. So some, some, oh. <laughs> some young upstart has uh, made the Twitter... Trillionaire mindset takeaways. TMT, TMT takeaways. takeaways. So give him a follow if you if you care. No, you TM takeaways. Yeah, TM takeaways. And he breaks down the uh, he breaks down the episodes in fun ways. Yeah, he sure does. Um, but don't follow and then not listen. Yeah, because you'll get lost. Yeah, you'll get lost. You won't know what he's talking about. Look, uh, we've got episode four takeaways. Women love AirPods. True. Facebook's new name is Penis. True. Stands for people entering new internet spaces. That's true. Noel spent the wedding budget on go karts. That's absolutely true. So give him a follow if you want. Back. So let's get right down to the meat of this episode because uh, we know that you're all yearning and burning for our our second guest of all time. Second guest. If you can guess who he is, his name is Cody. Cody. <laughs> Cody Co. Oh. Cody Co. Everybody. The worst introduction ever. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, sorry. I'm but... sorry, pal. I really. I don't know. I know you guys said we're business cash. But... <laughs> Oh, I see you no, got you the June great. shine cap. I do, yeah. Yeah. This is horrible. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Is yeah, this a we've joke? Been, we've been asking <laughs> you guys this for chair? chairs. Yeah. Are you guys on these too? Yeah, we're basically on the same kind of oh, chair. Oh, yours Ours was... doesn't do that. You know what? Noel was sitting there last week. He might have been goofing around. I think it's a little core exercise, actually. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Does that feel good? It feels... No, it doesn't. It actually burns. <laughs> By the well, way... um. So. Thank you for having me, first of all. Thank you oh. for being on. Thanks for coming on. Um, second of all, I listened to the last episode with Noel uh, yesterday, and I, I have to say this up front. You are a simp. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I know. <laughs> Let me know if you need anything. I'm here. buying AirPods? I was around. I was, it was in was the moment. Screaming at my phone. Yeah. What? Yeah, well. What are you doing? She never got him. She never got him. I canceled the order, he didn't I? He came to his senses. That's, that's a simp true. who he came, came to, to his senses. senses. And it was the first and only thing that happened of its kind. I have not done that since and never will I again. Unless it's my wife. Hey, future <laughs> wife out there, baby, I got you. You want some AirPods? Because Ben is a provider. I am a provider. Also, so if you listened, you might know that Noel brought gifts, but I'm, I'm looking around. I'm not... <laughs> Is there, your did presence you, is present. Enough. Did you forget it in the? Okay, I must have. Uh, <laughs> I Dang, it's, man. In my, it's in my car. Yeah, no, it's fine. My no, uncle we'll used to it. do that to me and my brothers on Hanukkah. He's like, "Oh, my gifts are in the car." And it's like, "Well, go get them." And then he, he wouldn't. <laughs> well, Hanukkah's a tough one to Hanukkah do that for because there's eight crazy nights. Yeah, famously. that's when you end up just getting socks. It's BS. Right, I hate it. But now, as an adult, I need socks. Give me some more socks. Yeah. Mom, hey, did Noel actually go make those hats? Yeah. No, he so. made the hats himself. No. no. He went to Lids. <laughs> yeah. He made the hats. Cause I thought the I thought our producers <laughs> made those. <laughs> <Went> in- <laughs> and so I, I thought that I would show up and they'd be like, Okay, here, give him these hats. It'd be really funny. And then I got here and no hats, so Oh wow. damn. Well it's okay. What's up with that? Well, someone's getting in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got a lot to dive into. It's earnings season, boys. Earnings That's season, exciting, baby. isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, for I'm what? Pumped. What? What stocks are you guys excited about? Pinterest, baby. Pinterest, always. Oh, I don't think they reported yet. Shit. Well, you know, there's a lot to watch out for. Robinhood reported. They got beat down. They were down like 10 percent after they reported because, uh, yeah, they missed. They had a big miss. So we, I, I guess, there were some questions both 
externally from the audience and internally about earnings and all the fanfare around it. So, God, I guess we'll just jump right into it. Yeah, huh? explain what happens. What 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 are these earnings? What earning? Are they, are what are earnings? Yeah, earnings are uh, when you're a public company, you're required to post earnings per quarter, every quarter. Right. Every company revenue. Sorry, it's everything. It's revenues. It's profits. Operating it's costs. Operating costs. Everything. And ooh, your wet hair. Look at that. Yeah. Fresh Sorry. out of the ocean, boy. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> I just had to clear my throat, man. Um, yeah, earnings are required for public companies. You have to post them quarterly. It varies from company to company. Like, you know, they're not all, everybody's reporting on the same day. It's like... Because it goes on their fiscal year, right? Yeah, everybody's got a different kind of setup and different fiscal year. Um, but every company is obviously different. Every company is measured... To a different standard. So something like Robinhood, which is a growth stock, it's a little forgivable if you miss certain benchmarks like revenue or profits, as long as you're still growing. But Robinhood, I mean, they IPO'd at a really high valuation and there was a lot of hype around it and they fell short of everything. I think they like fell short of revenues. They fell short of uh, profits, earnings per share. And crypto, their crypto trading was actually kind of like fell way below expectations. So the market adjusted accordingly. Why do you think all that is? Do you think it's because Robin Hood's not the only game in town anymore? I think it's probably because, yeah, they're not the only game in town. Right. You got competition. Like, I mean, public. Public. public for example. Yeah. <laughs> slash no, trill. seriously. That's a that's a big one. And pretty, what was it? Uh, trill. Trill. P-R-R-L. Slash trill. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Just making sure. Um, yeah. It. Uh, it also isn't their entire business models uh, selling order flow to Citadel like one place. Yes, it's uh, that's how they got away with doing the commission free thing. Yeah, and but now every other uh, brokerage house followed suit. They all offer commission free trading, so that ratcheted up the competition mm. for Robinhood. And I think also after the GameStop craze kind of died down, people weren't trading. <clears throat> God dang, you good? Yeah, I keep choking on myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, trading kind of dwindled in popularity because the hype wasn't there people probably lost on gamestop people famously like lose their shirts all the time on options trades uh which is really frustrating to see but also very entertaining when you see someone post that screenshot of like negative two hundred thousand dollars porn lost porn on wall street bets is just (laughs) that's a special thing i feel so bad for these people but also at the same time i really don't yeah like you can't be that stupid and greedy and not expect it to catch up with you at some point. I just lack empathy as a human. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. So I look at that and I just go, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. How do you feel when you see gain porn? Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I feel, I feel like a small tinge of jealousy, especially yes. when they're like, I just opened my account yeah. last week and I hit the, should I start trading options? And I'm like... Okay, like, <laughs> all right, I guess I'm just I, an idiot. I, I, yeah, I'm the worst type of person. I feel joy when someone fails, yeah. and I feel envy when someone succeeds. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think that's just human nature. Anyone who doesn't feel it is lying. Yeah, true. Yeah, I feel, I, yeah. I did, I, I actually feel for people, though, that lose money yeah. uh, doing options, because I did the same thing. Yeah. Like, when quarantine started, I downloaded Robinhood, just like I think everyone did. Yeah. Uh, let's try this options thing. Well, all you have to do is press a button. Yeah, I promise I won't. You <laughs> I know, promise I won't you, screw up. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Like you, they're like, you sure? How long have like, you been? Come on, tra- just let me do it. Yeah, the the process is basically you fill out one page and yeah. it just asks, how long have you been trading? Oh, five years. Do you know what options are? 
Yes. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, I'm, go get them. I, I saw the trillionaire mindset Instagram. I'm ready to yeah, go. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. And then companies like Google, Google reported, I will get to this in a minute. Because I blew a huge effing trade with this Google, man. But Google reported, and of course, as always, they like beat everything and the stock, you know, it went up uh, huge. And what else What else reported? We had um, Shopify just today, this morning reported, and a similar thing where they were down, similar to Google, they were down in the pre-market and then just got Bid to high heaven, just like I think Google was up like six percent yesterday. Shopify at one point today was up, I don't know, eight percent or something. Which on a four fourteen hundred dollars stock is tremendous. Can I interrupt real quick? Yeah. Um. So the the way that I lost money, mm-hmm. the the like the big chunk of money I lost, I think I lost like twelve grand or something like that. In was one trade? in one trade. I was trading Amazon earnings, mm. trading options. I think I shorted. Amazon uh, on their earnings call and they beat earnings or something. This is during quarantine. Yeah, and and I've since learned you're not they. It's kind of advised not to trade earnings. Earnings are a crapshoot. Yes, famously. So I'm glad you brought that up because earnings can be just like they'll beat on every metric and yet the stock is down and you'll be going, what the hell happened? Or you know, they'll beat or they'll miss whatever it is and the stock will do nothing. It'll just kind of trade flat. And that's called, God, I know this, I know this phrase. It's called, um, maximum pain. It's called max pain. It's where it caused the, the stock makes a move or lack thereof that causes the maximum amount of pain for all call holders and all put holders. Hmm. And the big winners are the market makers and the option writers. Um, that happens way more often than you think. And you see it online all the time where people are like, I don't get it. Like Apple reported record earnings, but the stock is down like 2%. Well, you could chalk it up to anything. I, the famous one is buy the rumor, sell the news. Stock goes up into the rumor, news comes out. What else is there at this point? Um, Twitter reported, and they kind of had to buy the rumor, sell the news-ish type of thing. The stock was like really going into a nice little channel, and they reported kind of in line with everything, in line with expectations. But Twitter kind of gets, they kind of get the the rough, the shit end of the stick. Yeah, now Uh, with truth coming. Oh, man, with Trump's truth thing coming. Enjoy it while you can. It got hit when that news came out. I, I posted down. a fire truth this morning. Yeah. Did you guys retruth it? <laughs> yeah, Did you make oh, truth? dude, I retruthed okay, it. Okay, okay. And I truthed it. Okay. <laughs> is, that, is that when you like it? What are likes going to be called on there? Truth, tru- um, truth, and It's going to be called hates because we uh, hate the truth. No, we like the truth. We like, we the, like truth. the truth. Yeah. We like the truth. We, 
Yeah, they're truths. Truths and retruths on truth when you truth. But you can false Christ. stuff too. False? That's like this, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nice. That was cool, dude. Fake news. Yeah. yeah. Fake news. Hello? Wait. Uh, hello? Mark? This is Mark. Is that Mark? Shut up. It's Mark. Oh, I said, hey. Mark, Emil says hi. Hello, Emil. What's going on, man? Uh, I have the name. He wants to run the new name of um, Facebook's new name is by it a penis oh it's mark zuckerberg yeah, yeah it's mark yeah, zuckerberg. Oh, zuckerberg um the new name is uh it's it's mark you're breaking up a little bit buddy you corny meta. corny guy oh it's meta it's meta that's the best you could come up with just meta? meta you're telling me that the name for the metaverse uh, that it, you guys are yeah. building supposedly is just meta it is meta cool okay ask him if we're still on for tahoe are we still on for tahoe Yes, Tahoe in over. Yes, yeah, we are. Okay, can you send us each a million dollars too? What for? Just for like and, weekend fun money. And, and sure. Cody, Cody wants a million dollars too. What? Just say, Cody's here. Cody's here. Hello. He says hey. Okay, hey. Okay. Hey, All right, Mark. Hey. Okay, cool. Love you. Okay, Love bye. you. Do you want to hang out? Oh, oh, never mind. He was fine. He's he's a little busy. Okay. Anyway, Facebook just announced <laughs> Facebook their just new announced name is name? Meta. Meta. I wonder meta. if they're going to change their ticker symbol. Did you see the Meta I posted this morning, by the way? Dude, I meted it and remeted it. Good, good. Thank you. Man. I hope you can bully Mark Zuckerberg in Meta. I like, so. like uh, someone should make a game where you can bully him. <laughs> Wait, did you guys see that clip? I saw it on TikTok. It was like him wearing VR, and he's like, "Look at this cool thing you can do in the metaverse." And I think someone edited it, so it shows his avatar sitting next to this woman who's also on a VR headset. Yeah, and they're sitting like at this board table, and all of a sudden, <laughs> he just grows these giant boobs, and she's like, "Wow, that's really cool." <laughs> Wait, I did see that. I did see that. <laughs> Can you try and find that? Oh, yeah. We got to pull that up at some point. Uh, God, oh, he just man. went with Meta. Just stacked Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big bolt-ons. You know, that <laughs> does something to your brain in this day and age where you're just like, oh, okay, I guess that's kind of, hmm, okay. Yeah, there, there he is. There he is. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. on a CBS. I think uh, it's very cool. Check this out. Wow. <laughs> so that's pretty neat. This is so freaking cool. Do you have a favorite feature? This is so freaking cool. Yeah. Something that it's, you think is very cool. Yeah. Check this out. Check this out. Wow. So that's wow. pretty neat. <laughs> this is so freaking cool. Do you have a favorite? Oh, God. Oh, there's some smoked oh. meats right there. Yeah, some sweet some baby rays. Smoked sweater hams. Oh, my God. Oh. oh, boys, I'm really mad this week. Okay, wait. Um, so, but before we get too far away from it, should we should we have you talk about earnings a little bit more and what that could mean practically for? Yeah, I guess. Um, it's just earnings are a crapshoot. If you're a trader out there, don't try to guess. I mean, have fun with it and play with something that you're not going to, you know, not going to miss a couple hundred bucks or something. But for the most part, earnings are a total, they're just a gamble. It's a roll of the dice. And you never, unless you really know the company, like Shopify reported today, and they missed on everything. But because they're a growth company and they're like, they recently announced deals with Alibaba and Facebook and what else? Just a bunch of other stuff. Like they... They're given some wiggle room because everybody still wants to own Shopify. So like any little dip, you're probably going to get, it's going to get bought up. So today, and I'm so pissed off. <sighs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Somebody, Boys, I got to tell you. Somebody. Strange things. It's just, it's hard sometimes. It's hard out what here happened? for a pimp. In the last week, you could have made more than like a surgeon. Off just a couple thousand bucks, just just from options, between Tesla, Google, and Shopify alone. And guess what I did? What'd you do? I didn't. You made less than I surgeon. didn't. I made a, a tiny little bit, but I slept in. 
I slept in the last couple of days. This is the this is the That's that's why? Because yeah, you just cause slept I slept in. till seven AM instead of waking up at five thirty. My alarm goes off at five thirty, but this week I was just like, I just gotta sleep, man. I gotta sleep in. Damn. And you idiot. Know, I you missed gotta move up. to the East Coast, man. And Tesla, I, I mean, there's there's lessons to be learned from each of these. So like Google, they reported it was a solid earnings report. They were down after hours. And I, I remember seeing that and I was like, oh, okay, there's probably going to be a trade here. But maybe since it's just been up for the last year, just in a solid uptrend. Okay, so there's a, there's a big lesson here. Can we pull up the chart on Google? I want to show you guys. Do you guys know what you're looking at here? For the listener, you're going to have to watch it on YouTube because we got a chart, a stock chart. Beautiful candles. Beautiful candles. These are <laughs> called candlesticks for those of you who don't know. And I'm not going to get into the, you know, red is down, white or black is up. Those little bars along the bottom, that's the volume. That's how many shares were traded that day. So you can see the big spikes were each of the, you know, at the end of April, you had a big spike and a gap up. That was an earnings report again in July Another earnings report, and then this week for October. Was that Slack? <laughs> it's Mark again. He, oh, God. <laughs> he's hitting us up on. Hey, he's guys, woofing us. He wants us to bring <laughs> some more <laughs> some sweet baby rays. That's, he's asking for sweet baby rays for Tahoe. Uh, so you had, you had Google in this relentless uptrend. This is only for the last, like, this, this chart only goes back to April, but if you were to zoom out even further, you would see that it just, it's like, I think it's over 100% in the last 52 weeks last year and so they reported in that blue line going up is the 50-day moving average that is like one of the standard metrics that most traders and investors use for like short to mid medium term momentum it's clearly going up the trend is up and when you have something like google that everybody clearly wants to own no matter what price because the market cap now is at like 1.96 trillion which is insane when you have that's the trillionaire mindset. That is, I mean, that's Sundar Literally. Pichai. I think that's the name of the CEO. He's got that trillionaire mindset. He man. truly does, dude. He came from multi-trillionaire yeah. mindset. They did a split, I think, a few months ago, and it just, it just, everybody just needs to own Google, I guess, just at any price, which makes sense because they are everything. Hey, what do you use? Do you use Bing? No. Using DuckDuckGo, baby. Yeah, you do. Really? Do you actually? No. I think more people should. They're growing a yeah. lot. Uh, now that I don't know, it, we're like entering this new age of people wanting to own their own data, totally. which I know has been a thing forever. But now that a Apple actually implemented the privacy stuff, mm -hmm. and you know, you can see that in Snap stock, they're down like oh, yeah, 23%. I heard a lot of people's earnings. Oh my god, Snap is down like crazy because they've finally come out and been like, "This is completely fucked our business." No, same way. with Facebook. Yeah. Yes, I didn't. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's crazy. You, did, but you've seen on your like phone now, you have to accept that Apple or yeah, that the app can track your data. I did see that recently. So now a lot of apps are getting locked out. Whoa! You have to opt in. Right. So they, yeah. So is Apple doing that to screw other companies? Yes. Or to like protect people, or both? Both. Well, they're saying it's, wow. they're selling it as like we care about your data. But yeah. They're like we want it. It's a big part of their brand now, but it's also you... a complete fuck you to Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, that paired with all the shit that they're going through. Yeah. Uh, with, you know, extremist content and everything. They're oh, yeah. fucked. That's why he's doing this. Because he wants to make someone else CEO of Facebook. And then he can work on his passion project, which is the metaverse. But he's Facebook a... is still going to exist. It's just like, this is like an alphabet type movie. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. How Google changed their so name. So those guys can just like yeah. wipe their clean hands. Yeah, clean Sergey Brin and um, Larry Page mm -hmm. just don't even. 
And now former CEO Eric Schmidt, that guy, oh man, he was a sicko. He had like a sex yacht. A sot? That's what they call it. A 900-footer, dude. (laughs) Remember? What's his name? Yeah, the 800-footer. Yeah, the 800-footer. Well, so anyway, these guys just... And by the way, on the way up, insiders from Google were just dumping tens of millions of dollars worth of stock, which doesn't necessarily mean anything because when you're worth $30 billion, it's a drop in the bucket. But so the lesson here, sort of, I mean, if there is a lesson, it's more just for me relenting about how effing annoyed I am. You could have bought the 2850 call options uh, the the morning after earnings on Google for like five bucks. 2850? Yeah, what the 2850 mean? strike, meaning you want Google to go to at least 2850. Yes. It's the strike sure. price at which you hope to at least, that's where you want the puck to go mm-hmm. per share, 2850. And intraday, meaning the same day, Google shot as high as, went to all-time highs above 2950. So those options were like five bucks in the morning and shot to $100 in the middle of the day. So you could have bought you could have bought one of them for 500 bucks. And at the end of the day, or not the end of the day, but at some point during the day you could have sold them for 10 grand. Just the one. Jesus. I know. I know. And where were you? I was Sleeping. asleep. Sleeping. And by the time I woke up it had already shot up <clears throat> to like 2850, so I thought, "Oh, the move is over." But part of it was, all right, it was right around that 50-day moving average, so it's like, all right, it's either going to get rejected again and start like maybe going having a midterm downtrend or it's going to swipe right above and that's what it did it shot right back above that 50-day moving average so that tells you that the strength is still just i mean it's insane and the volume that coincides with it so that's what you can do with options and the last thing i'll say here is with a stock like this where the prevailing trend has been up the odds are in your favor (laughs) it's going to keep going you know, another TikTok that I saw. Um, sorry, I keep bringing up TikTok. No, but, TikTok's cool. Uh, it is cool. It's like an app. We like social TikTok. media yeah. app, and there's some good videos on there. Yeah, there's some actually. sick vids. Yeah, yeah. Follow, follow the trillionaire mindset on TikTok. Yes, we'll lagging behind on there. Hundred percent. Get us to like a thousand, and I'll do a dance or something. But I think it would like what kind of like a what kind of dance? <laughs> I don't know. The people a haka pick. dance. I'll do the do, haka dance. No, like don't they do dan- they do dances on TikTok? I'll do one. Of oh them yeah, get us to thousand. Uh, Squaw. But I'll actually try. I, it won't be like an ironic. That is one of them. Yeah. Squad, the squash hoop dance. That's like all that. <laughs> Go on, movie. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I think it was another kind of finance stock podcast, which, by the way, fuck that. Mm-hmm. This one's much better. 
Uh, but they had some guy on. He was talking about how he worked for a billionaire. And uh, I guess he was doing analysis. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> doing an analysis on some trade he was going to pitch to the billionaire. And the billionaire was like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm doing analysis. I want to pitch you something. And he's like deep in charts and shit like that. And the guy was like, fuck all that. This is this is my principle. Like if it's moving up and to the right, most likely it's going to keep going that way. Mm-hmm. If it's moving down and to the right, most likely it's going to keep going that way. That's so true. Winners tend to keep winning. Losers tend to keep losing. So is doesn't that mean now? I I don't mean to like offend day trading at all. No, but I I it's it kind of seems like options and derivatives and stuff. It's just gambling. It's totally gambling. It's yeah. not. It's there's nothing there. That you're not trading on like the fundamentals of the business. You're also not supporting the business at all. Right. You, like if you want to support a business and you believe in a business, just buy the stock and hold it. Absolutely. Okay. There are, I mean, there are merits to buying options. There are billionaires who buy options genuinely to position themselves long. Right. Like, that makes I mean, sense. but for traders, yeah, it's a tool uh, to capitalize on moves like that. Cause yeah, you could have bought the stock outright, but if you only had a thousand dollars in your account, a, you shouldn't be trading options and B just save your money, man. I don't know. But there is like, just how, <clears throat> just how there are gamblers who make a living at it because they can kind of play the odds and count cards and, th- and stuff. You can, I mean, you can make, informed trades and informed decisions totally where you define your risk and you see like all right google just reported their earnings you've got this 50-day moving average right here it's near support whatever and you can kind of gauge the risk reward there so it's just it is still gambling but it's a lot more informed and yeah there's potential there yeah i think if yeah it seems like when it's your job and you know what you're doing and you spend all day actually doing research and, and making be, informed you, decisions, yes. then it probably makes sense. But for someone like me who, like, I was, I was, you know, I was look, looking at Robinhood and I was trying to give it the time that you need to, but I just couldn't really dedicate the right amount of time to making money on options. So right. I only lost money. And the only money I've made in the stock market is just because I was like, listen, Shopify is the backbone of e-commerce. I need to own this stock because yeah. it's... I mean, it's only it, it's only going to go up. Yeah, and it has like that. That one has made a bunch of money for me. I mean, not a bunch of money, but I mean, I had like two thousand dollars in it or something like that. Nice. But it's it percentage wise, it's gone up a lot since I bought it. Yeah, I had it at three hundred bucks from the COVID lows, and I sold it at like three fifty for a trade. Yeah, and I deeply regret it. Yeah, because I should have just held on. I also I owned so many things at the COVID lows that I sold because I'm a stupid idiot. <laughs> And Shopify was another one this morning. Shopify, when they, uh, you could have bought the, uh, what was it? The 1450 strike calls. They were like 75 cents. You could have bought 10 of them for $750. And they went up to like 50 bucks or something like that. So that's $750 into 50 grand. Damn, the amount of money. And I didn't wake up. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We're going to have to do a rewatch of Wall Street too. So Tesla was the big (laughs) thing that I really wanted to talk about because Tesla last week the chart so this is where trading and charting kind of does make sense and can inform it can help you make informed trades that are like well defined within your risk parameters and your risk appetite um so god i just this one's painful just because for so many reasons tesla's just like it just doesn't stop it's just such a cult stock and has been for so long. And it's like, 
There was a point where no matter what news came out, it just it only helped the stock because everybody kind of seemed to collectively know that there were so many haters and so many people <laughs> shorting it that it's like, well, screw those people. We can just squeeze them. And then it just. But now it's riding high on good news. Yeah. They uh, they announced what on Monday? Yeah. A deal with Hertz. Yeah. Hertz is buying, what, 100,000 electric 100, vehicles from Tesla. Yeah. To. Uh, restock their rental car fleet and the stock it was worth 4.2 billion dollars yep that deal mm-hmm. so now their market cap is over a trillion yep. it hit over a trillion dollars and we got a chart here to show you what the trade could have been um so on this chart and again for those listening you got to just go to youtube that red line that i drew horizontally is the previous all-time high reached in january of this year and then it took all year for the for the price to kind of come back up it was just about $900 a share and on friday it broke above that and i wasn't paying attention and if you were a savvy trader and you're paying attention and you're watching tesla and you had this chart up on friday of last week you could have you could have easily picked up the 950 strike calls which were like 5 bucks you could have bought say you bought 10 of them 5 grand and the way pricing with options works, for those of you who don't know, even though it's like, say the option is $1, because it controls 100 shares of stock, just move the decimal over two places to the right, and that's how much one contract costs. So $5 option costs $500. You buy 10 of them, $5,000. Simple enough, right? Yeah. So anyway, you had, it was more likely than not, just knowing Tesla stock and how when it comes to like a resistance like that, that's almost a year old, that it's probably just going to plow right through it. What's it going to do? Like that. (laughs) Just going to break right above it. Because look at what happened. And I put my note there. Wow, okay. No, that's fine. (laughs) Because like... That's a big old candle. Yeah, that's a huge, that's a huge, (laughs) huge move. And it just... Because there were probably people who were short going into that thinking, oh man, it's going to hit this. People who bought... Like if you were short, you were thinking, oh, people who bought the top in January are going to finally want to get out because it's been all year and they're finally at break even, right? You would think that, but no. So you could have bought the 900. 900- oh, does, does, do you see that happen? Yeah, that happens all the time. Like uh-huh. if, uh, you know, resistance becomes support and support becomes resistance. So it, everyone, you expected everyone right there to be like, all right, finally I'm back even, I'm dumping all my stock. Yeah, you would think so. But I mean, leading <laughs> up to that, leading up to that, you see that like kind of surge just the last couple of weeks, that says that there's a lot of buying interest still. Okay. And it wouldn't surprise me if there were savvy people who knew that this Hertz news was coming because someone always knows. Yeah. Like I there know. were people, because right after the news came out, there were commercials on Instagram right. for it. Crooks. My buddy on the Hertz commercial was like, you got to buy big. No, I'm joking. I, <laughs> I was like, don't admit he was like, that on the fucking- <laughs> Tom Brady, no, I if wish. you were like working on that commercial and you knew that this news was coming and you saw this chart set up, you could have But just... you go to jail if Do you think it's worth explaining the like, I don't know if you guys have seen the meme of like, people have been like, well, you know, just a, a year ago, Hertz is bankrupt and now they're, they're shelling out 4.2 billion for- well, they raised a lot of money because... Yeah, but, well, so they went through Chapter 11 bankruptcy, allowing them to, like, restructure. It doesn't mean, you know, it's it allows them to... The court will be like, there's still a good business plan here. They've sure. hit a problem, which was the COVID pandemic, but they can still be profitable. What yeah. does that mean? What does Chapter 11 bankruptcy well, mean? So there's I mean like you don't have to pay your debts? They got a lot of debt discharge. There's different types. 
I forget all of chapter them. Like, seven chapter is seven full is full on liquidation. liquidation. Yeah, so you're that's done. you're selling everything off to pay your debts, mm-hmm. and then once you've sold everything off, your debts can be forgiven. Uh, chapter eleven is usually with businesses. Chapter thirteen is, I think, a similar thing for individuals. But chapter eleven, you're saying like, look, don't shut this business down. There's a good business model here. Let, let us reorganize and all we need is a few tactics. <laughs> Come on, that's all we Basically, need. Because I mean, it's it is a profitable bit. Like no one could have foresaw the pandemic coming and just mm-hmm. travel coming to a complete halt. Yeah. So. Uh, I saw it coming. You, <laughs> me too. My friend told me. He's on the commercial. <laughs> so they were, yeah. And they were allowed to uh, have some debt forgiven. They got a lot of, yeah, they got refinance. new capital investments. Yeah, you and, do all kinds yeah. of stuff. I mean, I think this is, I, mean, I don't know anything about this, but I think it's a pretty smart move. Like just oh, yeah. surface level, I looked at that and I was like, that's kind the, of genius. Everyone wants to drive a Tesla. Yes. So when they go to a new city, if it's cheap enough, people will just rent a Tesla. Well, that's and the, they bought which ones do they buy? The, the lowest Yeah, I think model? so. Yeah, so they're going to be cheap as fuck. Are they it'll, that's it'll be like, I'm just curious cuz like they don't get any price break. It's just they pay the same price Elon Musk tweeted that Yeah, cuz oh, it was gonna... it was basically $42,000 per Yeah. But but I meant that's like in terms of what they're going to like charge people to rent them. Right. It'll probably be the same as like a Jeep. Sure. Yeah, then that makes because literally I don't know about you, but when I rent a car, I'm literally just like, give me the cheapest one. I don't mm-hmm. need to roll around in like a fucking. Oh, you can drive that thing like yeah. a race car, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Noel Miller style, <laughs> right? Ripping corners, making your girlfriend <laughs> going, squeal in the front right. seat, going 25 in a Hyundai. <laughs> I That's also what think, I usually get. I also think they're going to be installing, it's going to help the network of chargers and everything because they're going to be installing charging stations at every Hertz. Probably going to help their uh, their AI thing too. The more people out there driving, the more yeah yeah it teaches the robot. It definitely won't hurt it. No, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. got it. Hurts it. <laughs> it's no, pretty good. No, really good. Well, so that news really pushed Tesla, and uh, yeah, those those nine hundred and fifty strike options went from like five bucks to God, I think a hundred and I want to say a hundred and thirty eight dollars. So five thousand into one hundred and thirty-eight thousand dollars, you could have done. Jesus Christ! Yeah, or twenty-five hundred into whatever half of one hundred and thirty-eight thousand is. I can't do that math in my head. Seventy thousand, just under seventy thousand dollars. And that's why you should trade options. That's why you. Well, that's why you can. Like, there are. There are. The biggest thing with trading options is be patient. Wait for the fat pitch. Wait for the meatball, man. There you go. And the meatball. The meatballs come. Don't. Don't. Just when you're feeling like, oh man, I got to get in there. That's when you know that you shouldn't. Because the meatballs come, but you still oh, miss. The meatballs come, and ba- baby, you whiff. My bat is like a wet noodle, and I'm just huh. <laughs> sucks. God. So like between yeah, between Google, Tesla, and Shopify, with my trading style, I should have easily cleared like a hundred and something thousand dollars. And I, I you were didn't. sleeping. I was sleeping. But you were getting a good sleep. Was it good? Was it good? I don't know. No, that wasn't it was good. terrible. I wake up every morning at like four to pee. <laughs> oh yeah! Ever since I turned like twenty five, I can't sleep through the night. I can't. When I sleep on my back, it's there's something in my body that's like we gotta manufacture piss now, <laughs> and I have to pee. If I pee, look, <laughs> he's on his back quick. <laughs> <laughs> Now's our chance. <laughs> that's what happens. My dumb body Ruit. is just like yeah, it's push like, the piss, <laughs> <laughs> and then I gotta go within twenty minutes. Yeah. So if I were ever in a situation, God, I hope I end up in some life or death situation where they're like, we can't get out of this room unless someone pees. <laughs> I'm going to be like, hold on. <laughs> Let me take a nap real quick. <laughs> you just lay on my back. <laughs> I, can, I can go hours without drinking any liquid, 
But if you put me on my back, my body will find it. Interesting. Somewhere. It'll pull it out of the ground. I don't know. It sucks. Anywho. Here's the thing. Does Tesla keep going up? Like, it kind of seems at some point, and people, I, I feel like people have just been waiting for it to crash eventually. That's the thing. So, just back on the bankruptcy stock thing. When a stock goes bankrupt in Chapter 11, a Q is put, the letter Q is put on the end of the, I mean, the ticker symbol will change to something, but there's always a Q at the end of it. So when you see a ticker out there with a Q at the end of it, they're in bankruptcy proceedings. And there is this whole subculture of people out there who are like the Tesla Q people. Not like QAnon or Okay. Anything, but they've just been haters of Tesla since... Elon took over. Okay. Because and they've rightfully so, they've got a lot of good points, but it's like the market is always right. Like price action rules above what you think and even what facts may be out there. Cause they do also I mean, we'll do our deep dive one of these days, but like they do all sorts of things to juice their numbers. Like uh I mean, famously Bitcoin a few months ago when he bought Bitcoin. Yeah. Like without that Bitcoin profit, Tesla would have reported a loss. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Right. Well, I mean, that's just an interesting question because a lot of people are saying on the internet, like how, like, like I'm wondering if you can explain Tesla's valuation because I, I think I saw something online where it was like, it was a chart where Tesla is now at a trillion dollars and it was like the next nine car manufacturers yeah. combined didn't have a market cap yeah, of a trillion dollars. And, and actually, I'll add to that. I have a, I have a question about like uh, a company's market cap or what they're trading at. Mm-hmm. In relation to their profits or their yeah, uh, like revenue, PE or, ratio. Yeah, yeah. Profit, price earnings. Yeah, yes. price earnings. It Tesla is like remarkably high. Oh, it's it? like four hundred and something. Yeah, which um, is just never. Well, and the it case. goes back to what you were talking. Like you know, you were saying like, isn't this all just gambling? And I mean, it seems like a running thread of this show is that like our economy is just based on speculation and not people actually creating. Yeah. Products or you know. Well, it's just all speculation. It's all consumerism and rampant speculation. Yeah. And gambling. Gambling. (laughs) But like you guys bring up really interesting questions and points. Um, A lot of the metrics that the old school used to use, like PE ratios, like market cap, just doesn't seem to matter anymore. Mm -hmm. Like they do. It's kind of like confirmation bias. Like, oh, if something drops from great heights and it's like well it was sporting a two trillion dollar valuation it was bound to come down it's like is that really what did it who knows valuations it just sort of it's it's all crowd and herd thinking these days it's just like do you like the company do you want to own it yes or no 
and it like PE ratios and market caps be damned. We're in like this new, and who knows if it's temporary or it's permanent where it's just, it doesn't matter. You want to own Shopify, you got to own Shopify. You want to buy Amazon, you've got to own Amazon. It just doesn't matter what their, what valuation metrics you use. Cause for everyone where it's like, oh, their PE ratio is 400 and something. It's like, yeah, well, you could just as well say that the potential market for automated taxis is in the trillions. So by that metric, it's actually undervalued, which is a lot of what the like Tesla permables ah, say. I see. But and also like Elon Musk's brand is factored into that. Absolutely. To some extent, like buying... he has a shit ton of fans. Yeah. And part of it is buying into his cult. Yes. And people feel like by proxy, you're kind of buying into like SpaceX and Starlink. Yeah. Because who knows how he's going to maybe meld those companies one day right. to be totally under one the big. Hyperloop. Yeah. It's all, I mean. Boring. The boring company. The flamethrower guy oh, no. company. <laughs> how is he going to tie all those together? Uh, I don't know. It's going to be under some stupid acronym. Like it's going to be called like 69 or something. <laughs> so he can giggle. 69. Oh, 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 oh. It's going to be called, um. Shiba, Shiba coin Tesla 420. <laughs> oh, oh. That was I mean, a terrible joke. The, that was pretty good, honestly. It was a good impression. I just, he, oh man. Well, is this a good time to break well, yeah, so his net worth. the news? He, his net worth went up $36 billion. billion. The most in a single day. He did and it. This is what he tweeted on yeah, the day? He tweet, well, he tweeted wild times with the emphasis on the $1 fun, trillion dollar market yeah. cap. So, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I thought I kind of, I mean, I guess it still kind of is a flex, but I thought he was talking about his net worth. No, he is. I guess he kind of is. He kind of is. Oh, yeah. Michael uh, Saylor, Michael Saylor, the CEO of uh, MicroStrategy, who pivoted to Bitcoin, tweeted, congratulations, the first trillion is always the hardest, which is a play on, who was it? I think Charlie Munger or something said that to some rapper, like the first million, the first billion is the hardest. (laughs) I don't know, man. First cut is the deepest. Charlie Munger. Do you guys know who Charlie Munger is? Oh, the old jazz drummer. He no. <laughs> Charlie Munger is um he's uh Warren Buffett's like right hand man okay. business partner. Okay. But I saw an interview with him. He's like he all he does now is go on speaking tours because everybody considers him and Warren Buffett to he be the best. Two Nancys. Oh, that's, that's awkward. Weird. These guys. Yeah, are Nancy sickos. Huggins and Nancy Berry. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, so Charlie, uh, Charlie was asked what he thinks about Elon Musk, and he said something like, um, "People who think highly of themselves tend to like actually live up to that kind of something like that." I'm paraphrasing. It was something like that. But then uh, he said he doesn't own Tesla stock, wouldn't buy it, but he also wouldn't sell it short, which is kind of. Uh, what a lot of people think. It's just like, you don't know. Just it, let it, it be. It could, because before it, it chill. before it became this prolific, like, gotta own it thing, it was uh, it was pretty volatile. Like, there were days when it would drop 20% on, because it was all hanging on, like, how many cars are they going to be able to produce? And all the, all the perma bears, the guys who hate Tesla, would point out, like, they're making cars in tents, in parking right. lots. Right. And they love to point out how they have like the the craftsmanship on these things. The build quality is just garbage. Mm-hmm. Like gaps oh. in the Oh my God. I see TikToks about that all the time. Yeah, me too. But it, it was also kind of because like it wasn't for sure that the E V market was like here to stay. Wasn't That's it? Like too. even five years ago, people were still like, Oh, I don't know if this is gonna 
you know, catch on. Yeah. yeah I mean, and now I'm everyone, like, looking, obviously it's the future, but yeah. I'm looking for a new car and I was like, I basically paused because all the supply chain issues, I was like, I don't want to pay more for a fucking car Dude, if this fuck, stuff will all yeah. come, come back down. But then I was like, I was just looking at a regular gas car and I was like, this feels fucking stupid to get a gas car. I should just get an electric vehicle. You want to buy my old Volvo? Is it electric? No. No. I mean, it's got electric parts to it. It's got a no, radio. No, 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 no. It's got a cassette tape I radio. I want that new Subaru electric coming yeah? out in 2022. Yeah. Well, so. Elon, do, you guys, do you guys like Elon? No. No. Not a fan. Not at all. I, I, think, I think. Elon, these nuts in your mouth? I could have gotten you there with something. <laughs> Elon? Elon, that's nothing. But oh, I just, it, it was perfectly set up. It, 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 these it, nuts in your mouth. If joke? it was something, it could yeah. have been Elon. Elon, Elon these nuts. Elon, Elon these nuts. Oh Elon man, you got me! <laughs> Dang it, I walked right into that. Well, I'm gonna get somebody one day. Elon, I bet he would crack up at that. I was gonna say, he would, <laughs> he would that. love he that. Would love that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's very good. He, he made a these nuts joke with my name. Uh. Are you an Elon fan? No, not really. I mean, I don't know. You're not. Like I think he's definitely weird, changed the world. Yeah, you're not one of the like, really weird Elon stands. No. Okay. You guys all know the meme where it's like the it's the Simpsons thing, and it's like Homer jumping in front of a poo, and it's like Elon Musk, weird nerds on the internet. <laughs> oh yeah, how they would basically take a bullet for him. Yeah, and it's just inexplicable. <laughs> why? It's just the richest guy in the world, Gosh, and you guys man. are like, no, he's actually good. <laughs> he's Tony Stark. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, yeah, he's, I think he's worth now almost $300 billion. Good for him. It's just good for him. Oh my God. No, he did it. So we, we have, he, he tweeted something about the wealth tax. Um, he said, uh, according to their own estimates, this, so so just a little background. There's a, there's a reconciliation package that's been, I mean, it's been going on for months. It's, it's a fucking joke at this point, but, uh, they are talking about ways they're going to raise the money to do this. And one of them they floated was a billionaire tax. It would be a tax on like unrealized of gains, the wealthiest people. And, uh, but yeah, it's unrealized gains. Right. Which, so which it's is not, like kind of ridiculous, but yeah. I, for billionaires, that definitely makes sense because they don't pay taxes because they just hold stock right. and then they take out loans. Right. Against the stock. Against the stock. That's what Elon does. Yes. So then they paid zero stock because they don't make a salary. Right. But they're still rich as fuck. So this kind of makes sense, I think. It does. What, his tweet? No, no, no. Not not his tweet. I'm talking about the the unrealized gains tax. Oh, yeah. I I don't know. The unrealized gains tax is like, yeah, I don't really know because, yeah, someone like Elon Musk, if he's got a $50 billion tax bill and then he has to liquidate the only thing that he has, which is Tesla stock... It could hurt the stock price, which could then have, you know, there's a slippery slope, I guess, some people think, because it could have cascading effects. And like Mitt Romney was like, all the billionaires aren't going to want to participate in the stock market anymore. They're going to want to buy valuable art instead, which is famously liquid. Yeah, they already got that. That, We can play the clip. Uh, But yeah, that's it's just great. He went up 36 billion in a day and he's already complaining about yeah, Elon Elon said in- and he's trying to pin it on so he says according to their own estimates this tax only covers 10% of three half, three and a half trillion dollar spending bill, which is fine. It does it's not like there are other ways to 
make money. There are other ways to raise money. Yeah, it doesn't. Me. It doesn't mean that it's not going to cover it. And then he says, where will the other 90% come from? The answer is you. And he's Us. saying like, that's going to come from ordinary people. And it's like, mm. that's a tax on 700 of the wealthiest people in the fucking country. Yeah. There are other ways to raise revenue. It's like, this is, and he's just trying to make it like, just every, trying to get everybody to be like, yeah, we to don't defend want them taking the your richest money. man in the world. Yeah. Which well, is, yeah. It's insane. And then he says, uh, U.S. national debt is roughly $28.9 trillion or roughly 230000 per taxpayer. Even taxing all billionaires, he puts in quotes, at 100% would make only a small dent in that number. So obviously the rest must come from the general public. This is basic math. Spending is the real problem. He's and not he wrong. Links to U- he links to usdebtclock.org. And we've covered what the debt is. It's the issuance right. of bonds that the government then has to pay interest on. It's not necessarily the same thing as you or I racking up credit card debt, right? Because we can't, we're not buying and spending with Ben Bucks no. where I can just print as many as I want. It's like. Right. He's doing like a crazy, weird right wing talking point of like, it's not even right, like many people use this, like they, they, use the debt as a reason why we can't spend anymore. And don't get me wrong, the government shouldn't, the government does have spending problems. Like we shouldn't be, we do waste money left and right, but come on, son. I sure, bet he'd be, he'd be singing a different tune if the government bought some Teslas. Well, I mean, I think he, he gets, a page out of Hertz I, book. I think he has <laughs> sung a different tune. I mean, you can look it up. He's, he's, he's been saved and bailed out by, oh, by government yes. subsidies to the tune of like $5.9 billion. Oh man. Tesla has survived not, by the skin yes. of their teeth because of government subsidies. Speaking of for like Mitt AD. Romney, he used to fucking, I think he used to dog on Obama for like saving Tesla. He was like, it's a failure. That's part of why I think uh, Elon Musk is untouchable because of SpaceX. Because he knows, that's, I, I'm convinced that part of the reason why he just openly mocked the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, and he's untouchable because the government needs SpaceX. And they need him to stay solvent. They need, they need Elon Musk, man. So, is this a good time to uh, buy Tesla stock? No. Oh. <laughs> Touch on the the other news of uh, you know the top one percent now have more wealth than the entire middle class, which is sixty percent of Americans. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yes. They did it, guys. <laughs> Congrats! <laughs> can I? This can was I have a- my jar. Do we have the jar of pennies? This was a that's w- that's what it looks like to be in the top one percent. Yeah, that's yeah, a, you got a cigar. And you have yep. four floozies behind you, and yep. you're playing. You're playing. Uh, what is that? Croquet. Yep. Uh, they give you a bow tie. Actually, as soon as you <laughs> crack the top one percent, they give you a bow tie. But this was this was a funny like. It's, it's your honorable. I thought it was going to be stupid to uh, even cover because I was like, oh, everyone's going to talk. I haven't seen it really anywhere, and I think it's, it's kind of a bummer to me. I like it makes me feel like. These news stories will just keep coming out and being like, the rich have dunked on the poor once again and own more and more, and no one will care. They'll just go, yeah, that's just how. Here's, I have a question. So, so there's like, now there's like a record number of wealth in like the boomer generation that has yet to trickle down, right? Mm -hmm. How is that eventually going to happen? When they die. Yeah, 
because but, they are taking it with them. They they might. I mean, it might not happen. A lot of boomers might just say, "Screw it, I'm going to buy an RV. I'm going to buy a jet ski. I'm going to buy a second home." But their arteries are so clogged with McDonald's <laughs> that I don't know if that's going to happen. The government's putting uh, uh, what's that stuff in the water? Fluoride in the water to poison them. <laughs> They they need to kill boomers because Social Security is not going to be funded for by the time we reach 2030 or something. I don't know It'll what I'm funded. saying, We you can guys. fund it. Yeah, we can fund it. But that wealth does eventually go somewhere when, when they pass away and when they have to start taking it out of their IRAs, if they've got traditional IRAs, they have to take out the required minimal minimum um, uh, withdrawal is like, I don't know, six thousand dollars or something like that or some percentage when you're 72 and a half i think but uh it eventually does start to come out but but doesn't it also happen like you know when the economy suffers and stock market goes down so people are able to get in because other people are selling right their wealth yeah or that should be something that happens but it has not happened because well it happens so much faster these days because everybody now all millennials we are now older and a lot of us have money in our pockets that we are ready to like swoop in and buy the dip there's also the the passive uh investment boom where people just you know they max out their 401k so at the start of every month there's this massive inflow of money coming into the stock market from people contributing to their 401ks their iras their pension funds like everything just there's this there's so much cash out there just sitting on the sidelines. It's insane. I think it's over like $2 trillion in cash that, like that people have. That. Yeah, I'd love yeah, to get it'd be a little tight. bit. You should do a heist of some sort. <laughs> Steal something from somebody. I don't know. But what's infuriating for a lot of people, myself included, is the the wealth disparity, especially over the last two years, has largely been created by the Federal Reserve and by Jerome Powell, who was in such an impossible position because he had to, st- they had to step in and do something to like stem the bleeding and stop the bleeding. And it worked, but at what cost? It's like it. So when you see all these headlines about people, the rich becoming richer, it's because they did the only thing that they could do and they, uh, they stopped the stock market from going down and they implemented easy money policies that made it so that stocks would just rocket right back up to all-time highs and beyond, which helps who? The rich people the rich, who own, right. the stock. own the stock. Do you guys want me to explain why that happens? It's very simple. Yes. Yes? Okay. Good, because if you said no, I was just going to No, let's like, talk about something well, else. Okay. <laughs> is well, that why this is here? So, yeah, this is a visualization <laughs> that I'm going to get to in a moment, this handy uh, bucket of pennies. This isn't a bucket. This is a, I don't know what this is. What do you call these things? Pitchers. Pitcher. Thank you very much. So, the Federal Reserve, uh, how do I explain this? Uh, the Federal Reserve wanted to inject money into the system because liquidity is everything and liquidity is good. And when there is a lack of liquidity, that's when prices tend to just plummet. Or, you know, it can skyrocket too, but generally it's in the other direction an undesirable direction. And the way that they inject money into the system is, and what they did was, they buy bonds every day, tens of billions of dollars worth of bonds, and they buy it from institutions, banks. And so these, if you're a bank and the Fed is buying bonds from you that you hold, they're buying them back, suddenly you've got cash, right? 
Or if you're an individual who's got bonds, you've got cash. What are you going to do with that cash? Where else is it going to go but the stock market? And part of it also is because the Fed lowers interest rates so that it's not smart to hold bonds because the yield on them is so low. It's like, why am I going to hold a billion dollars worth of bonds that are yielding 1.1% when I can park that money in the stock market and make more yield? So it's like this feedback loop. And that's why you see the COVID drop just went like this and then absolutely just rocketed well beyond and into all-time highs because the only place to put your money is the stock market. Make sense? Mm -hmm. And it's like that works and that's good and that helps a lot of people, especially if you're middle class and you got a 401k and an IRA, but at the same time, it's like it does serve to expand that wealth gap, which begs the question that we wanted to get into is how much is enough? Right. How much is there and should there should there be a wealth cap? But I also think it goes along with something else we were talking about, which I mean, so there's more to it. There's there's policy decisions and there's uh, there's, you know, corporate greed that mm -hmm. goes into this. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure people have heard the term striketober. There's a lot of uh, I mean, not that many there, but the biggest one is probably John, John Deere. Deere with the United Auto Workers. I mean, that's a huge strike. That's 10,000. That's 10,000 workers on strike right and now. And why are they going on strike? Uh, well, number one, I think they were pissed off after the pandemic. A lot of workers are feeling this where they were called essential and now all of a sudden they're like, okay, business is back to normal. And, uh, you know, they're not seeing the wage increases they should have. I think, they're, I think their wage increase didn't even match inflation. Yeah. They also did this thing, which is becoming pretty common now of uh, they're tearing off employees. So they're saying like tier one employees can still get all these benefits. If you're in after a certain amount of time, if you get hired now, you're tier two. You don't have access to the same healthcare benefits. You don't have access to the same pensions. And luckily you're seeing solidarity. Like tier one people are saying like, no, we're going on strike with them. Like we don't want these tiers anymore. Um, and like, and you, you'll have a lot of, there'll be intergenerational workers. So, I mean, there may be people who are like, I want, you know, my sons and daughters to have access to the same benefits and wages that I have. Um, but I mean, there's also, I don't think they've gone on strike yet. Kaiser nurses are at like, I think most recently it's at like 40,000 nurses out of like 200,000 are ready to strike. Uh, IATSE, everyone I'm sure has heard about the, uh, film production and TV production people, yeah. uh, they averted a strike, but they still have to vote on it. So they could still strike. There's nurses in Massachusetts on strike. Um, it's, I mean... People are sick of it. Yeah, and They're people... fed up. And, I mean, there was a, like, there, someone did a nice little tweet thread of, like, what, you know, these companies' profits and how much they could be making if they just gave everyone pretty sizable raises. Like, mm -hmm. we're talking about, like, $20 an hour. Yeah. Um... So yeah, people are pissed and you know, there's a tight labor market, meaning that like if someone walks off the job, it's not very easy for them to just replace them. Right. So they have a little bit of power, but I mean, it's still, it's not great. I mean, cause they're seeing like for John Deere as an example, they're seeing, oh, this company that I work for now is posting record profits. Right. CEO is getting a huge bonus. Exactly. Dividends are being increased. They're paying the shareholders. They're sharing it with the shareholders. Where's our cut? Right. Which is like, you know, that's totally valid. Is the right. maximum wage for like executives? 
I think the maximum wage, I mean, would... In Sweden? Would, uh, yes, the maximum wage. That was an old article that we had pulled Switzerland. up. It was in Switzerland. There was a push for a maximum wage. Uh, for, But, I mean, yeah, I imagine it would... I mean, it could be anyone, but I imagine it would mostly hit the, like, executives. Um, they were pushing for a maximum wage. There was going to be a, a ratio from... A multiple right. of... I think they were minimum, pushing of, like... Wage, which would in- encourage them to raise wages if they want to make more, too? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So like, hey, CEO man, you want to make more money? Bump up that pay for the janitor guy scrubbing the poop off the toilets. Right. So, yeah, there's a lot going on. I mean, but I think it's like 10% of the labor force in America is unionized right now, which is not much. Uh, and I'm sure everyone's seen that meme of like, as as union membership goes up, wealth inequality goes down. They're like two X's, like they just cross. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's... Interesting to watch. If you guys do have any interest in this, there's a guy, Jonah Furman. He runs Labor Notes. He's got all the all the updates on labor across the country. Oh, um, yeah, sure. Jonah, but, I mean, Jonah. this is, this is uh, it's, like, important stuff. I mean, I don't think people really pay attention to this stuff. And, like, talking to just people, they were like, oh, well, that's great. Like, they're going to fight for their rights and stuff. And it's like, it sucks, man. They're, like, jo- like, John Deere said they wouldn't cut off their health care, and now they're going and uh, workers are finding out that their health care has been cut off. One guy died in Illinois. He got hit by a truck Whoa. while he was picketing. Um, they get like egged. People fucking swerve at him at the, as they're driving by. It's no joke. You, you know, people should not have to risk their lives to get a fair wage. Yeah. It's uh, someone so. should write John Deere, uh, Dear John. <laughs> nice. I nice. stole that from some movie. I don't remember. <laughs> a Dear John is a letter that you would write someone, I guess, back when people wrote letters. Boys, I wanted to visualize something for you. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, so, so what is it? You see all these pennies? Yep. Should I pour them out to illustrate my point? Because this pisses me off, man. Hey, Emil. Hey, yeah. sucker. Whoa, what are you doing? That's my... <laughs> God That's annoying it. as hell, isn't it? Isn't that so annoying? Who's going to fucking clean this up? I'll clean them up, but that's really annoying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Why? Why is that annoying? Because there's so many There's so many pennies, pennies right? There's so, there, you know how many pennies are there? They're everywhere. There are exactly 10,000 pennies there. You just poured 10,000 pennies on. Yeah, that's 10, or wait, is it 1,000? 1,000 bucks? <laughs> no, it's ten, $10 worth of pennies. So that's 1,000 pennies, sucker. Yeah, now it's your problem. That's yeah. so many pennies that you would have to pick up. So this is my visualization for how much just a billion dollars is. A One billion. Dollars. Billion. To who? To, to who what? Okay, okay. Wait, in compared to what? Every Com- penny is worth a million dollars. Every penny is a million dollars. Okay. That's, That's so much d- millions of dollars right there. That's just one billion. And MFers like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk have like hundreds of, hundreds of those, what are they called? Pitchers. Full of those pennies. Can they dump one of them on me? Exactly, yeah, get them on the show. Dump, dump them on, them on me. Pour them down my shirt and into my pants. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'm Manscaped, okay? <laughs> I use Manscaped. Promo code TRILL. And it, no more bush. No more bush. So I can fit a lot more pennies down there. But I wanted to drive this point home at just because we talk about it so much and people defend, oh, yeah, you should be able to make as much as you want to your heart's content. But Well, that's been the absolute weirdest thing to me is like the people coming out of the woodwork like defending billionaires. Like they're going to have a shot and at And they love to say, you know, oh, they worked hard for that. It's like- Sure, maybe, but yes. like a lot of people work hard. There's it, like it eventually takes other people to like you know to make it happen. But here's my whole thing: 
we adjust, or we should at least adjust the minimum wage as society goes on and as the culture shifts and as economics change and we adjust, we're supposed to adjust the minimum wage accordingly. And it's like, we don't do that for the top. It, and okay. So like, that's fine. Sure. Maybe you should leave it, but let's just say theoretically, what if Tesla triples from here? And what if Elon Musk becomes worth $750 billion? Then we have to vote we, him emperor of the world. Like seriously, but like, is, are we cool with that? With one guy having that much, what if he becomes a trillionaire? He will. He becomes the first. How, are we collectively as a society not going to stop and say, hey, maybe we should reevaluate the rules? <laughs> no. Like, well, we'll this, still that's peddling like, like we'll, shitty ass memes on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. Well, we'll all well, tweet about oh, it. Oh, God. I am not looking forward to when he hits $420 billion. <laughs> He just buys every country. <sighs> oh, $420 Because yeah, yeah. he's going to be like, oh, 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 oh. Four, $420. Whoa, oh. God, that dork, that massive dork. What? There's a foreign coin in here. You should, probably get, you should probably get COVID tested now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. After touching a hundred, a thousand, sorry, a thousand, thousand pennies. thousand pennies. But that's just one bit. Like, if you were to take 200 of those pennies and buy a mega mansion, and then another 100 pennies and buy a yacht, and like, I don't know, 50 to do whatever, you would still have 600 pennies left. $600 million to do whatever with. So like, I'm not even saying cap it at a billion, cap it at 20. That's more than enough for a hundred lifetimes. Yeah. Why do we need, but then that begs the question, okay, who is going to, what do you trust the government with it? I mean, not not like I'm a, you know. Anarchist? Not a, sure. Not like <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't trust a government. I don't for the most part, but like, what are they going to do it to fund a war? I don't want that either, but. I'm just saying we got to have a conversation. <laughs> we got to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I more podcast. I, I don't see any way out of this at all. I mean, they, I mean, the way they like Elon Musk's response to be like completely against more taxes is just like it's psychotic. I mean, they're and they're such fucking crybabies. I had like a clip of Stephanie Rule from MSNBC when she uh, Joe Biden had just said like, you know, it's. It's Scranton versus Park, Ave Park Avenue. And she's like, I live close to Park Avenue, and yeah. I take offense to that, sir, and because I worked very hard to get here. And it's right. Like, we're not saying, nobody's and it, saying Number that. one, it's just a fucking campaign thing. They always go like, I'm looking out for you. It's Main Street versus Wall Street. And they never do it, Stephanie. It's just a lie. They say they're going to help poor people, and they don't do it. And like Joe Biden, I mean, this is the guy who went to donors and said, look, nothing's going to fundamentally change. And so, like, they are just such fucking crybabies. Big time crybabies. As, as soon as you want to make, like, the slightest change to make someone's life a little bit better, they're like, well, I worked for this. I worked so hard for it. Yeah. Cody, what do you think? Should there be a, a, a limit to how many pennies you can get? Yeah, probably. <laughs> and, like, so, yeah, what, what should I I think like? Elon Musk having $700 billion would be way too much. Yeah. Because no one human why? should have that much power. Yeah. Because it's Cause wielding money is everything, yeah, and it's wielding undue, unfair power over countless billions of other people mm -hmm. in politics, culture, economics, everything that matters. Having that much money, I mean, you're more than several countries combined. Like that's that's profound, and that's something that I think is on a scale that most of us can't really comprehend how much money that is. 
Oh yeah, I mean we're at their whim. I mean we were we were joking around about the Elon Musk tweet. We will coo whoever we want. Um, I, mean, yeah. I mean, and <laughs> we're we're talking about the climate crisis, and you know we need to electrify. But I mean, you would hope that we would do that in a uh, ethical, dignified way. And we have Elon Musk, the richest man in the world, talking about cooing countries with lithium mines that have nationalized them so that they can. Uh, so that they can make sure that their their country can properly profit off those materials they're wealthy in. Damn, yeah, that's intense. Like that is a dark yeah. fucking tweet. Yeah, there was a guy in 1934, the governor of Louisiana, um, started this uh, movement called Share Our Wealth because uh, he thought that the Great Depression was partly caused by wealth disparity, which sure it was. Um, but it was interesting. I was looking this up. Um, the proposed bill was to cap personal fortunes at $100 million, which in 2021 money is $2 billion, and limit annual income to $20 million in 2021 in today's income, and cap uh, inheritances at uh, just about $99 million. Um, so then the rest would go to the government? Well, he, they said that the resulting funds would be used to guarantee every family a basic household grant of $5,000 and minimum annual income of two to $3,000, Supplemented with free college education with an IQ test. (laughs) You get to go back when that was a thing. Vocational training. Yeah, that might have been uh, race-related. 1934 was kind of a tough time. Public Uh, works projects and a month's vacation for every worker. That sounds cool. Like, that sounds doable. But again, it comes down to whether or not the government is responsible and, you know, good enough to get that kind of thing done. You don't don't think that would stifle innovation? Yeah, I think it could because, well, that depends. Because, like, would someone like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos just starting out be like, well, it's not worth doing because they're going to cap me exactly. at $2 billion. Exactly. Do you think if you were capped at billions of dollars, these guys would just be like, well, what's the point? I can't take over the world. Yeah. You partly, do. <laughs> Probably. I, partly, like, if they get to a point, let's say they reach that, they would just be like, all right, well, screw it. Like, I made my cap and why I'm just going to retire or something. I don't know. There obviously has to be some sort of, it's got to be thought out more where it's like, all right, maybe it gets distributed in, in... I don't know if I buy it though. I mean, we've just let, it's it, it doesn't all have to be based on that, right? Like we've let privatization and like corporate greed and everything take over to a point where we've become accustomed to the, you know, the public sector being unable to do these things. Mm-hmm. And it was like... In the early 1960s, JFK, you know, he said, we're going to the moon. He said, you know, we're not going because it's easy. We're going because it's hard. Because it's hard. We had no fucking space program. Yeah, and then in hard. 1969, we went to the fucking moon. <laughs> you know, we And just, the government did it. Right. NASA. It, it wasn't. But now we pretend like we're just completely. Incapable. Without. Yeah. yeah. Well, and part of that is because they strip government programs of all the funding and then they say see look how ineffective this is and now you know i don't know it's crazy that people like space tourism is like (laughs) people give a fuck about that oh my god william shatner went to space it's like we fucking did this so long (laughs) we did yeah we went way further yeah way further way further what the fuck and now we can't why can't we bring people up and bring them back down (laughs) oh fucking crazy it's like no one gives a fuck yeah i i don't find it inspirational no would you like, ever do it? I, I would never fucking do it. Would I go to space? No. Yeah. Hell yeah. No. Yeah. Why would you want to go to space? Because we got enough here. Let's let's work you got on VR. this shit. You got meta, man. You can go in exactly. meta. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You can see. And, and you can go with a sweet rack, too. Dude. 
<laughs> you can float in space with Mark Zuckerberg with a, a rocking set of boobies. <laughs> He's just up there. Oh. <laughs> I, man, uh, can you imagine like the movie uh, Her? like uh joaquin phoenix oh yeah where he's married to his phone or whatever but it's you married to mark zuckerberg in vr with mega boobs just giant hentai boobs different movie altogether <laughs> <laughs> you put him on that surfboard that he rides so that they wiggle a little bit sorry uh last thing real fast yeah we should we stop to... uh decrying wealth inequality long enough to um yeah talk ask, about ask cody some questions cody investments are very special guest here i guess my my off the top of the off the top of the dome yeah just off the dome piece. what's what's your favorite investment you're in man <laughs> i want to say june shine that's my guess because you like to drink it i do like june shine and it's like also a really cool company mm-hmm. just genuinely like i don't know everyone involved is super dope the other investors are really cool whitney cummings is one of them diplo is one of them and then like a whole bunch of other pro surfers and athletes and stuff so it's just like fun it's a great company you know it's just like I, it, I, it, it makes me feel cooler being involved with a company like that that they even like you know we're like yeah you can you can come sit at the table with us i bet i um i i definitely like that i make my own um, uh i make my own at home so if you guys ever want to do a special edition uh brew from me you make spiked kombucha at home oh mine's not spiked oh okay shit so it's like the boring kombucha yeah the healthy stuff sounds it's cool, for man. my gut health i'm gonna have to pass <laughs> hey i had to take my shot yeah if you could invest in any company currently, public or private. Actually, no, private. Cause wait, wait, my favorite one though. Yeah. My favorite is Liquid sure. Death, I think. Yeah? You like I the Liquid Death? I think it is. Well, it's just, it's just blowing the fuck up. It's everywhere. Really? And yeah, and when we put, I, like the, the, and the reason why we invested is I just cold emailed the CEO. <laughs> and I said, dude, I drink your shit all the time. Wow. Like I want to drink it on the podcast and it makes sense for me to put money in if you'll have it. And he was like, uh, we just are actually raising our Series A now. Uh, Live Nation is leading it, but like, we'd love to have you on board because it makes sense. So Damn. we'll make some room for you. And I was like, fantastic. And since then, they're at every music venue, every festival. Everyone is holding Liquid Death. It's huge. Wow. I think it's like probably one of the most fastest growing non-alcoholic beverages of all time. Interesting. And the beverage yeah, I have seen sober people really like it because yeah, they it makes them look like they're holding something at a party. Yeah. And they're just drinking like sparkling or flat water. And when you say we, we is you and your investing partner. Yes. She's My talk friend, about that. Devin. Yeah, Devin. is the co-founder of Cameo. So you guys set up what, like an LLC or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it an LLC? Yeah. Cool. And what do you call it? Dumb Money Capital. Dumb Money Capital. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. It was like a, it was like a, it's, and you know, like a, we wanted to invest in private companies. And uh, so this is kind of like the first step in doing that is just angel investing but we do it together because he he gets great deal flow just because he's like super involved in the tech world oh yeah for me it's because creator economy space is heating up so much everyone seems to want a creator on their cap table so it made so much sense for us to do it together and learn together um i like this way more than investing in the stock market obviously it's way riskier sure um it's you know way more unknowns like it's it's a it, this is a gamble too, right? Right, sure. Probably but way it, more fulfilling though. It is, and it's like I came from the tech world. I worked in startups. I was a software engineer out of college, and so I was always obsessed with Silicon Valley culture. And um, you know, what's the road in in Palo Alto? Uh, Silk Valley. Silk, no, no. Rose. What the fuck? The Rosewood Hotel is on the Silk. What the fuck is it? It's like Sequoia has their offices on there. Sure. 
God damn it. Anyways, obsessed with like VC culture and just, I would I would read I would read like TechCrunch religiously. Sure. About which companies are raising and all that stuff. It's like you have to be, you know, this is 2012, 2013 in Silicon Valley. It's like apps are at their peak. Everyone's talking about who is raising how much money, especially in the Bay. And so like I used to just envy and just want to be part of that whole world. And so now that I can and I can be involved with startups without having to like you know, sweat and grind every day because we're grinding on this stuff instead. Yeah. It it's really fulfilling. It's cool that I can still be a part of it and I can offer whatever help I can give, like getting other creators on, on the cap table. How hands on do you get? I mean, like I mean with someone like Moment House, which is another one of our investments, like that's pretty hands on because we're using the platform and we're helping them. Yeah, they're helping us make money, but we're also helping them make money. Yeah. And so that totally makes sense. That's like symbiotic. Um is that the right word? Yeah, yeah. sure. Fuck it. Totally. We you, ne- would you uh, say never that you call people out for wrong words on the yeah, show? Yeah, no. You could use the wrong word all day, and we'll be like, "Yes, sir. <laughs> Good word." So would you say that one. all your investments are kind of you kind of similar to Noel? You kind of buy what you know, right? Like you like you like the product, you buy it. It's straightforward. You know, you know, you're not necessarily going for like a biotech or something. Yeah, I think that not makes, that you wouldn't. I think that makes the most sense for someone like me who. Yeah doesn't have a team behind them doing analysis and research. And, you know, every VC firm has a group of analysts that spend all day analyzing the market, where this company sits, mm-hmm. who their competitors are, what the upside is. I don't. So it's like, I drink Juneshine. It's a cool company. They want me involved. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Liquid Death, same thing. Um, and then and then with stuff like crypto, like with, with Lolly, which is the Bitcoin rewards company, um, and then we also invested in Autograph, which is an NFT company. That's just because like, I want exposure to that without having to trade NFTs myself. Yeah. Cause I, you know, I've tr- tried that. I've lost a bunch of money doing Same. that too. I made money, but then I lost it all again. So what did you buy? I, I bought, like, I got really lucky and I minted this NFT and it turns out it was rare. So I sold it. I made nine grand and then I put that yeah. all back into NFTs and now they're just sitting there as pictures. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't... <laughs> These are probably worth nothing. No, you're going to display them in Meta, in your Meta house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, next to the portrait of... No one's going to see them because they're going to be looking at my rack. (laughs) That's true. I really hope that someone hacks Meta eventually to make every single avatar, everybody's just going to have big boobs. (laughs) (laughs) He's walking around. Just milkers. I would would fucking spend a lot of time in Meta. Everybody would spend (laughs) so much time there. The Milkerverse. (laughs) The Milkerverse. Oh, geez, Louise. Uh, yeah, so, it just, yeah, I don't know. I like this and, and stuff with like with stocks and or I guess with options and um, with crypto. It's like I, I'm, I have a really addictive personality. And so when I'm primarily trying to, when that's my primary like vehicle of investment, it's just me checking the shit all day. Yeah. And being becoming obsessed with it. And it's just like so unhealthy if it's not your main thing, you totally. know? It's like I have to make us be creative and make content and it's like i can't be thinking about what shit coins are popping at the moment you know like i bought fucking fifteen hundred dollars in sheeb yesterday <sighs> like a dumbass like you said at the peak when the everyone's top. talking about it i'm like i want in so wait did you buy it at point zero 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 eight i don't know what the fuck i bought it, it. Still I, feels I saw like that a tweet steal. about that guy that invested five grand like in january was it i think and now it's worth five point two billion. Oh no, it was eight grand. This person bought it three hundred and seventy days ago, and now it's uh, 
it's um yeah it's worth like four and a half billion dollars can we pull up that tweet i'm i'm betting that whoever bought it i think it's either the creator of of the coin or it's some poor idiot who's locked out of their wallet yes i think i think that's the case oh those are the saddest the guys who just have like millions sitting in a wallet they can't get into yeah but i think it's actually i think this guy like lives in blissful ignorance this is the scenario i've developed in my head he signed up for Binance or like, uh, you know, Sushi Swap or one yeah. of these ones Uniswap. where you can buy like shit coins, right? And he like, you know, got to the point where he could buy like $1,000 or $5,000 worth of something. He's like, Shiba Inu, that one sounds funny. And he buys it. And then the website's like, oh, you have to verify your identity before you can buy any more. And he was like, nah, I don't want to do that. And so he just forgot about the account. Hasn't checked it since because he doesn't want to go through that last step of like verifying it. It's and there's five billion dollars sitting in there, and he has ah. no idea. And there's enough volume to be able to liquidate all of that. I mean, you would still make a pretty big dent, but like the other day, it traded thirty <coughs> billion dollars worth. And if he's holding five billion, he could liquidate all that. It wouldn't be worth five billion dollars anymore. It would. He'd probably only be able to get one or two after <laughs> he uh, hits the sell button. Yeah, this wallet. This tweet here reads, this wallet bought roughly $8,000 worth of Shiba uh, Shiba last August. It's now worth $5.7 billion. From 8000 to $5.7 in roughly 400 days, we may actually be looking at the greatest individual trade <laughs> see, of all time. See, this is how you know for sure that we are in a bubble. And I'm not saying crypto is not the future. I think blockchain, I think everything is going to be on the blockchain in sure. 10 to 15 years, right? I think we're in like the dial-up uh Era. phase of web three yeah. right but this just like the dot-com bubble this is gonna end badly like every month there's a new scenario where someone could become a billionaire mm-hmm. off of hundreds of dollars it just shouldn't happen it doesn't yeah. make sense right uh it, people like to older guys like to compare it to pets.com pets.com was like one of the biggest bubble stocks in the uh 2000 you know uh dot-com era bubble um it's uh, it, it, also just to all the crypto nerds out there who leave comments saying like, you guys are ignorant. Yeah, I'm ignorant. I don't know enough about this stuff. That doesn't mean that I hate it. I don't like this kind of crap that happens because it makes me feel bad. I own some crypto, son. I own some, <laughs> I own Tezos and Matic, Polygon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that one too. I love Tezos. Do you know anything about Tezos? No. Tezos well, is cool. Tezos. Tezos nuts. Taste those nuts in your mouth. Oh, dude. <laughs> you said I was going to get you with that. Oh. What? I what? think, uh, I think, uh, what? Oh, wait. I have an answer to your question, though. Any, any company that I want to invest in right now, it would probably be. It's private. Have you, yeah. Have you heard of Pipe? Dude, what are you going to do? No, no, no. no I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Pipe in your mind. Pipe is a company that's like creating a new asset class, basically, by allowing companies that do monthly subscriptions to sell their, like, a year's worth of their monthly subscriptions to raise money so that they don't have to sell their equity. Okay. Wait, what? Wait, yeah, wait, what? So, like, wait, what? So, like, for us on Patreon, for example, right, we could sell a year's worth of our monthly partnership or our monthly subscriptions well i think if they go up then that company probably keeps the difference right but if we want to raise money right now without without having to go to investors and give up some of our company we basically just say okay well this now you get a year's worth here's how much it costs Mm -hmm. we take that money we use it to grow our company right and they own that asset basically and so if we generate more monthly subscriptions Uh then they probably keep that difference or something Interesting. Okay. And it's called Pipe? Pipe, yeah. Oh, you're what? like selling the right to the 
Patreon subscriptions. Yes, basically. Get paid by the year, charged by... Oh, interesting. Pipe transforms recurring revenue into upfront capital for growth without debt or dilution. I see, yeah. Ah, interesting. Or it would be like FTX. Have you seen that company? Oh, they yeah, just raised dude, like FTX. 270 million or something. Oh my God. Like, and they came out of nowhere, didn't I know. They? And the, the found, one of the founders is worth like $22 billion or something so, like that. Yeah, I mean, it would have to probably be something. He also created like Solana. That which is uh, Solana is one. Solana is one that started out where you could only get it on a swap, on like Uniswap. And for, for those of you who didn't, do you know anything about that? Mm-mm. Basically, there are cryptos where you can buy them on exchanges like Binance or like Coinbase, but then there are ones that are so obscure, you can only get them by means of using these swap apps where like they exist, the crypto exists, but you have to buy like Bitcoin or buy Ethereum and then log on and just tell it like, all right, I want to exchange it for... Right. Like Shiba was one so where you crypto, could only crypto. do that. Yeah, crypto for crypto. Um, oh, yeah. Can we watch these TikToks real fast? But I wanted to watch Fuck just yeah. real quick. There's the Mr. The, the one, the Mr. Wonderful. Um, this is the corniest thing I've seen in a long time. Hell yeah. It's you know Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank. Oh, shit. Look, you love crypto. You got to talk about Shiba Inu. Uh, can you believe what's going on? Up 40% just today. Just today. six percent this month. Massive 27 billion market cap, 11th largest in the entire crypto space. Come what? on. Is that investing or is that just speculating? Wait. Oh, oh, oh. He's saying, he's saying, he's saying. <laughs> I'm just playing my guitar, man. Whoa. Hey. You seen this Shiba coin? It's up forty percent. He sounds not, like Joe Biden. I'm not reg- I'm not like regular investors. I'm a cool investor. I'm a cool. Look at his guitar. He's yeah. got his own face on that guitar. And <laughs> is that what investing is, or is that speculative? Is that spe- I don't know. What is going it's on? It's just funny that he's clearly like trying to participate in the conversation. Um, what is the caption? What is going on? Why is it rallying like this? Comment your thoughts. <laughs> Comment your thoughts. Oh, and it doesn't I just even have his... that much interaction. He's only got like 5,700 likes. Sad. That's pathetic. Yeah, but I spit on that. Look yeah. at this comment. This person says, get a hat that fits, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Own, dude. <laughs> User 5178, you know, God. Leave a comment and roast me. Yeah. Why, then, like, why Why does he need to be in on this conversation? He's, like, he's worth so much fucking money. Yeah, why do you, just what are you stop. doing talking about Sheeb? If I were him, I would just be rocking that guitar and minding my own damn business. I hate when stop. I found that rich people have a hard time minding their own business. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do with all those pennies, man? Spend them. $10 worth of pennies. Spend penny. them. Put that's it what in, sucks about all those pennies. Put it in wrap them up again. All right. And then there was this other poor schlub, this, uh, this British guy. Um, we want to play the first one, I think. Uh. <laughs> I just got a message from a couple of mates and they told me that this token called Shiba Inu, uh, it's cryptocurrency, has gone up 67 million percent since. He's going to cry. Oh, wow. This is since January last year. Is uh, this real? Yeah. I don't I like think. this. Now, in January last year, I was browsing Reddit and I came across a subreddit that recommended buying these meme tokens. And one of them was SHIB, Shiba Inu. Now, at the time I put $2,000 into it and I left it for a couple of weeks and I lost 300 pounds. Uh, I sold it at a loss. Anyway, it turns out that would now be worth 
one billion dollars if I hadn't sold it. Oh. Yeah, but he would have never hung on to it. He would never hung on. But he asks a very poignant question: How do you live with that? This is so. This is going to become so much more common, and there are probably people out there who we don't even know about who are locked out of their wallets, who sold. You know. Oh, that's what sucks. In the tragic. heartbreak, just so widespread. You got to see this other video of him. Oh my god! I I, I know there's tons of comments that are like paper hands pussy yeah should have oh, held oh, yeah. paper hands <laughs> but look at this other so quick bad. tiktok so what? i choose to allow my oh i've seen this to sleep with other men no this that guy... doesn't give you the right to call me a cuck <laughs> and this is a message for all the people out there using that hateful language hateful why don't you try going a day in my shoes where you are with someone you love very much and you want them to be able to express themselves physically and spiritually in a way that perhaps they can't do with just you. Now, personally, I would never sleep with another woman. I love my girlfriend very much, but I choose to buy a girl AirPods. That does not make me a simp. Is that? Won't you try walking a day in my shoes? Try walking a day in my shoes. I get horny as hell. I buy AirPods. I get the points for the credit card. I'm not losing in this transaction. I'm not a cuck. The worst part about that video is he said, do I sleep with other people? No, I don't. Doesn't he? Oh, yeah, no. He 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 says that he doesn't do it because he doesn't want to or something but uh that poor guy double whammy of just embarrassing yourself online it just doesn't end this poor guy anyway are we gonna end it on a bummer yeah it's a sad one that guy's girlfriend he's crying about not having a billion dollars and his girlfriend's out there getting wheelbarrowed (laughs) by (laughs) you like that wheelbarrowed he's getting wheelbarrowed by i'm just Sad for this man. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. He's there crying about how he could have had a billion dollars. And meanwhile, his girlfriend's just <laughs> getting plowed. Yeah. Well, that's the trillionaire mindset, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you lose big. Yes. Guy, buy, guys, buy sheep, please. I need it to go back up, please. I'm it's not even, I'm not even shilling it. I'm not even going to be like, it's the next thing. I need it to go back up because I am losing money. There so please buy it. Thirty billion dollars out there circulating in this thing. I hope that you can make a dent with that plea. <laughs> it'll probably it'll probably go up another fifty percent. It wouldn't surprise me because now it's so mainstream. Everybody's on it, so it probably gets one last surge before the rug gets pulled. Yeah, but who knows? Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify. Apple For the Podcast. love of God, subscribe, 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 subscribe. Do oh, it all. And all, if you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to hit the like button. Hit that like button. Smash. <laughs> thanks for Cody for coming on. Yeah, thanks Cody. <laughs> Thank you. I, I hope this was fun for this you guys. Fun. Sorry, no, I know. Fun. I just come on and I just make penis jokes. And we talk oh, so much, and blessed. I feel like we were just talking. And you, no. But this, I love this podcast. I, I'm, I swear to God, I'm a fan. I listen to it every week. So thanks. just to listen to it in person was a lot of fun for me. So <laughs> I loved it. I also feel like I'm yelling in your ear, but okay. No, I loved it. Seriously, ah, thanks for having right, me thanks on. Thanks everybody. It. So long. Bye.